0: Hey, everybody. I'm Christine. Welcome to the very first episode of the Insert Mood podcast with my lovely co-host,
1: King Choi. Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm everyone. I'm so ready to insert so many moods. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so am I. We experience all the moods all the time. So we thought, what better way to capture all of this than into a podcast
1: that no one asked for? That <laughs> oh, exactly. No one. No. no one. You know what? Christine and myself should start a podcast. And so Yeah, that's what exactly. We're so we're gonna do it. You know, at the end of the day,
0: if no one listens to it, at least the two of us will listen to it. And probably everyone. And maybe yeah. some of our friends. We could well, probably force some people to
1: listen well, to it. Well we'll definitely <laughs> force them. What you just brought up about our intention to start a podcast really brought to mind this ridiculous home decor painting you know those inspirational sort of signs that you see at like home goods or like you know yeah I shop at the most discount stores obviously (laughs) Um, but uh, I saw one of these signs and one of these inspirational paintings uh, and it said she thought she could so she did (laughs) and there's and it ends there there's no it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere else it's not like and she thought about it some more and decided she shouldn't. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> that should be one of the inspirational paintings that I somehow hang up in the background to drive this inspiration for this podcast. Yeah. It,
0: is it ironic? Yes, but also no.
1: But to give us some credit, we have thought about this a little bit. So we did yes. sit down, we did strategize a little bit about how the structure, why we wanted to do this. So it's not like we both just got on the mic and said, let's, let's talk, although it pretty much will feel like that. And we want this to be conversational. Yeah,
0: we want it to be conversational. We want it to be fun and a source of entertainment, joy, and all the other good and potentially, I don't want to say bad moods, but just a podcast that makes you think. Yeah. And that's our goal with all of this. So we're very well- excited. talk about all the things with you
1: yeah and speaking of thinking um wanted to ask you christine like how are you feeling what what's what's going on these days
0: what's going on i mean other than the overwhelming sense of doom that pandemic brings to us all um i'm I'm okay
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: i think i feel tired I think that's how I've been feeling lately. My, my mood itself has fluctuated. Some, some days I've been having really good days, like this past weekend felt like a particularly rejuvenating weekend where I, I really felt like I was my old pre-core Christine self, you know, going on all kinds of walks and exploring the neighborhood. I even went to a farmer's market, uh, which is reopened in my neighborhood. And that was lovely. But, you know, I, f- I feel like the way the world has been lately, it's a lot of just taking it a day at a time. And and it has been very tiring to kind of try to get a sense of ourselves, who, you know, get a sense of who we were before this whole pandemic happened. I, I, I kind of get the feeling that that's what everyone's been trying to do.
1: Yeah. And trying to feel like they still are keeping a sense of themselves normal in mm-hmm. a world that feels very, very not normal right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I echo that and I, I sympathize, I empathize with that because I think I've also been going through the same as well. Um, and, you know, and we work together for those of you that don't know. Yes, we do. Because <laughs> you I do work together and we are fortunate enough to still have a job. Um, uh but then on top of that i think there's also you know taking care of family and also being there for friends and Mm -hmm. how to even celebrate big moments of um together with people but through virtual and digital means and but then also using virtual and digital technology to connect with people is often exhausting as well it is exhausting and so it's balancing that and then also You know, this year I had a few good friends also scheduled to get married and I was going to be in their weddings, um, either officiating or being part of the wedding party. And these are really, really good friends of mine, um, whose, uh, you know, plans have to be put on hold because of, you know, Miss Corona being very vicious.
0: Ms. Rona. Miss Rona. Um, If you're nasty. If (laughs) you.
1: Hey, she is nasty. (laughs) Miss Rona is nasty as F. But going back to you, Christine, I wanted to talk about, like, if you had to, you know, insert a mood, where would your mood be at? I,
0: I feel like my mood is... She's trying. She's, uh, she's doing her best. She's not exactly thriving, but she's surviving and doing the best with what she's got. We, we were kind of talking about this earlier. We, we all feel a little bit like I, you know, I love the way that you put this, just like we're, we're garbage bins that are about to overflow it a little bit. Um, but we're trying to like, you know, just dig out as much garbage as we can, maybe separate it into the appropriate bins and, <laughs> and hope maybe that, start
1: composting, but who, maybe has start time?
0: Com- who has time in this economy? We should probably compost. I you know, and, and we're just hoping that no one comes by with a lit match
1: and flicks it into the Yeah, burning a burning trash can, a dumpster fire, one would say. Yeah. Yeah. I you know what? You know, you're you're living, not yet thriving. But yeah. hey, first step, living.
0: Yeah. I think Britney Spears said that once. You're not <laughs> you're not a dumpster fire. Not yet a woman.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that is actually the correct lyrics. That yeah. the
0: lyrics. <laughs> Don't Google that or quote me on that in any capacity. Just take that at face value.
1: Yeah. My question back to you about that is like, how are you surviving? How are you, you know, going through day to day and trying to keep yourself first and, and top of mind and, with intention to sort of not allow yourself to turn into a dumpster fire?
0: Yeah. I, so that's a really good question. I feel like, uh, for any of those listening who do know me in real life, uh, you guys know that before Ms. Rona, um, I had an extremely regimented schedule and that involved going to the gym three to four times a week. I'd be at the gym. I, I, I suppose it's safe to say that my life revolved around the gym and I would insert other things into my life around that, whether that was plans with friends and family, work, you know, whatever, whatever other plans I would have. Uh, and then now, since for the past three or four months, gyms have been closed, it's, and and also everything has been closed. Um, hanging out with friends has been closed as well. <laughs> um, I I've found myself struggling to keep a sense of purpose Uh, and so yeah it's it's been a balancing act of trying to find out what my new schedule what my new regimen looks like and and to be perfectly frank there hasn't been a lot of one I it's kind of like I've been trying new things week to week or month to month like hey this week I'm gonna try to work out three times doing this thing or I'm going to try to schedule these calls with these friends, but I think the, you know, just the situation that we're all in, it's, it's difficult to find the motivation to keep regimens like that. Uh, I think that's the struggle I've had, but I, I think all any of us can do is just keep trying, you know, some things will feel good to you one week. Uh, Soul fulfilling. I don't know if that's the phrase I want to use, but some some things will rejuvenate. Is that no, no, it's not. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe
1: I we- soul as an SO versus soul as an SO. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, also, for any of those listening, there will be a lot of puns made in this podcast. Maybe not this one, but maybe no, definitely in future ones. So buckle up for that. <laughs> uh, but I guess to, to to bring it back to the point, I, I've been trying lots of different ways. Um, I've been trying to continue to work out here and there. It's obviously not at the same capacity that I had been doing it before, but physical activity definitely helps. I think going outside helps, getting walks in, trying to get some sunshine, making your own food, because I definitely have been guilty of... Ordering out a lot, but you know, just trying things. I I, something else I also recently started doing was um, I took out a a blank agenda that I had uh, sitting around, as you do, (laughs) it hadn't been filled out or anything. And I've been trying to just write down daily notes of things that I did that day just so that the days don't run together as much. So I don't know about any of you, but the days have definitely been running together. You know, it's it's hard to even look forward to the weekends sometimes when the weekends kind of just run into the weekdays. So those are some little things I've been trying. Um, And I would love to hear the same thing from you. Like what have you been trying to do to, oh God, I I really hate the phrase new normal. I feel like a lot of people hate it. We'll have to come up with another phrase for that. But what have you been trying to do to keep a sense of normalcy,
1: keep a sense of like who you are at the core? and thanks. i think there's just so much happening that you feel like you know on top of you know anti black um racism that's happening out in the world and how to address that and how to be involved as a as a queer person of color myself and then also on top of that there's miss corona that we just talked about mm-hmm. and then there's also you know i'm also currently sheltering in place not in the bay area i'm in, i'm in uh, ashland right now so i'm quite removed from um a lot of my friends and my family and there's just a lot of weight (laughs) that i'm feeling um Mm -hmm. of responsibility of feeling like how can i help how can i be there for people um and i think a lot of it is being intentional about what you bring in as much as what it is that you block out Mm -hmm. um and i think my nature has been um, because I'm such an, uh, an empath and, and I, I do very much enjoy being there for people as, as well as helping people resolve issues as well. I open myself up a lot to so many different things that at times I just tire myself out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm learning and I'm putting this new um, muscle of mine into practice to actually say no to things. They're like, hey, now is not the time for this. I need to kind of, you know, sit back and kind of recenter myself before I re-engage with different things. And when I re-engage, how do I re-engage in a way that feels not only productive in what my output is, but also constructive to what I'm allowing to bring into my psyche, mentally, um, emotionally, and sometimes physically as well. And so with that said, one of the things that I've, done recently is, hey, how do I get involved in um, promoting Black, Indigenous, people of color, youth in the Bay Area and support that? Because that's been uh, a work that I've been doing even before Miss Corona. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also um, bringing in drag as part of that, because I'm also a drag queen for those that don't know and can't tell by my voice. <laughs> 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 um, And I made a music video and I used it to fundraise for Lyric, um, which is an organization that I hold very much dear to my heart that supports LGBTQ um, and primarily LGBTQ youth of color in the Bay Area uh, with uh, educational support, work placement, housing support, um, and and I used that to raise funds. And that was something that I was I was able to sort of like merge all these different worlds together. Yeah. Um, in a way that allowed me to sort of participate in a way that felt meaningful to me and what I could bring to the table um, and seeing it, you know, kind of go out into the world. I also worked with my drag group, um, the Rice Rockettes and members of it submitted um, their own videos to it. So we just kind of like put together this music video that generated $1,700 uh, for this organization. Hell yeah. Yeah, so, and again, but then after that, it's like, oh, shoot, I've already, I I know I have the capability to do this. I need to do more. Like, I need to think about the next video right after I just press submit on on, on YouTube to publish it. My brain already cycles to the next thing because I don't allow myself to stop. And sometimes it's, you know, going back to that sign that we talked about earlier. (laughs) So she did. I feel like I'm also trying to be like, She thought she could, but she took a moment to pause to (laughs) rethink how she could actually do things better. You know, like, (laughs) so like, that's the, that's the intention that I'm trying to bring into how I'm participating things and as, as well as trying to, trying to actually participate in this new normal that, I really don't think this is normal. <laughs> like I, it's
0: not normal. I, it's not
1: normal. No. And I, I, don't, I, I do agree with you. I don't, want, I like, I don't like using that term because it feels like I constantly need to exist in the space that I'm not comfortable existing in. Mm-hmm. And so how do I actually participate not in the new normal, but actually still bring my authentic self? Yeah. To whatever environment that I'm in. And I've always been doing that. And unfortunately this environment is going to be around for a little while because of this. Yeah. Um, but I'm still not, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to not react to, or, or be reactive in how I'm living. I'm trying to be authentic. Without, yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm participating in living this life right now. And yes. Have space to be authentic.
0: Yeah, I I loved what you said. I I think what any of us are trying to do, you know, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel like at least you and I for sure are just trying to live our lives in a way that feels, I love that you use the word authentic. It's just, what is the core of who we are? What are the values that we have? Whether that's how we want to live our life, how we want to treat people, how we want to make the world a better place. Um, And it doesn't always have to be so big and grand as like creating giant fundraisers, which I think it's amazing you've done, but I, I know something people have struggled with and I've struggled with this as well is because of all of the activism that's come to the forefront of people's minds. It's like, Oh, I need to do so much. I need to do everything. But it's, I think a lot of it is what can you do in a way that, that you can handle for now you can always grow and always be better and always do more but it's a hard time we live in so just how can you be authentic to who you are to the core of who you are and in, in a way that makes you feel good about how you're
1: living your life and one thing that i also keep top of mind because i heard it from someone else one of the co um founders of the black lives movement chapter in oakland when i participated in a protest i think this was back in 2017 she talked about it's not about showing up just for today. Mm-hmm. It's figuring out a way to show up for tomorrow, the day after, as the week after, the year after. So I, I love that. Holding that intention to heart, where you know, I can do everything I can, I can today, but that might actually just I might actually just fuck myself over because I'm you end up going into a place of fatigue and you you show up, and then if you're doing that because you feel like you have to show up. You, sh- you start participating in things from a place of obligation yeah. versus a place of intent and authenticity. And so I'm trying to not let, you know, everything that's happening out in the world dictate how I'm showing up. Um, and, you know, I do use that as a way to inform how I show up. But I'm not yeah. using that as a way to feel like I, 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 I'm I, being told because I feel like my showing up is an obligation. I'm showing up because I want to be here. And here's how I am participating in the way that I'm showing up and what I'm bringing to the table. That is me, right? Yes. Um, and it's hard, you know? And like you said, there's different ways that people are doing that. And and figuring out how to do that is a struggle. But I feel it like is. I've talked about this also in a, in a different... Um, forum where activism is uncomfortable, and it the is. First step is to allow yourself to be uncomfortable, because no one said activism is a comfortable thing, right? No one, no one's going out holding rosés and <laughs> <laughs> marching down, <laughs> laying on picnic blankets, um, and. You know, and I wish the world was that where activism isn't necessary, but it is. So you need to figure out a way for how you are going to participate in activism in a way that allows yourself to feel uncomfortable, but also allow yourself to also feel that you're going to stumble along the way, and that's okay. Um, And that in and of itself is tiring. (laughs) Yes, I think
0: being authentic to yourself can be tiring. I I think maybe maybe that sounds a little counterintuitive, but... I think sometimes the way that we want to be authentic to ourselves does not always align with what the world wants to see from you. But I think that I think that's a good way to kind of close things off about, you know, how even with all of that exhaustion that comes with being authentic to yourself at the end of the day, then being true to yourself will really give you the greatest amount of joy what did you think of that transition
1: (laughs) I do I love that transition it's a hard we're just gonna take a hard right somewhere else yeah no but no going back to I don't work out you we're gonna go back (laughs) you talked about going to the gym and you know there's different days where you have to work on different muscle parts there's yes it's like arms day or maybe chest days (laughs) and then a leg day and then a day of rest and then you do cardio yeah and so kind of bringing it back to there it's just like you don't always have to do everything all at once yes you know similar to working out you have to give yourself time to rest and then to come back to it and then also it's not time to rest but it's also time to reflect time to also see like hey uh, was my form correct there when yeah. i did that am i feeling a little bit of pain i need to adjust it so i'm not in that. <laughs> i love this
0: workout metaphor on
1: i don't know but am i am i doing correctly? <laughs> you are doing it right okay yes. great so but like i think bridging it back to what we just talked about earlier i think that's how people need to sort of think about it it's not we can't do everything all at once and there is a pressure from society as well as and when i say society i think i i, I that's how i perceive society um to to have um encouraged our mindset of like, hey, everything needs to happen now, everything needs to happen then, like we need it now. And yes, there are specific things that we need right now. And I and I really and but also in the way that you participate with how to make that happen, it's not sustainable for you to take on that everything all at once. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I think the thing is give yourself time to rest and give your give and, and do some interval trainings. <laughs> Right? Oh, my God. Am I using that term correctly? Yeah?
0: Um, yes and no, but That's it's okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah. I think the metaphor is definitely there, that sometimes you just have to work on different parts of you. Sometimes you're working on work. Sometimes you're working on working out. Sometimes you're working on fulfilling the social needs that you have, which are so hard to fulfill these days. Sometimes you're not dealing with any of it because you just need a break from it all. I and think we're all just doing break, our best. I
1: think, I think it's time for us to take a break from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> give you A break from our voices. Yes. Um, because I, I supposedly am now going to take up a workout. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> since I'm talking about it now, I feel like I need to put it into practice. Um, but thank you so much Christine, um, for sharing and being a part of this journey. And, Uh, Thank you so much to our audience for listening in for our first episode of Insert Mood. There's going to be so much more moods for us to share with you. And I'm really looking forward to um, doing that with you, Christine, and with you, the listeners. Yes. We
0: are so looking forward to seizing the day, as it were, seizing the podcast. We'll come up with a better thing for that, but (laughs) thank you so much for listening Uh, for having us in your ear today. We really appreciate you being around. Thank you for
1: having us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe not that. Okay,
1: well, let's shut it down. Shut it down. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right, bye. All right, bye everyone.